0: Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing, where each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom from the female perspective. Everything from Star Wars to The Office to cosplay to fanfic. It's all right here, so sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to a special episode of It's a Fandom Thing. Um, I thought during this time where all of us are hopefully self distancing, um, unless you can't, if you're one of those amazing people that has to work in the grocery stores, delivery drivers, in the hospitals, uh, trash collectors, everything like that. Just I really salute you guys and thank you for doing what you're doing right now because I know it, it can't be easy. Um, and everybody else, I know that this is a scary, difficult time right now um, and feels uncertain a lot a lot of the time. So I just thought it might be fun. to kind of just put something put some nice little bonus episodes out there we've got another one planned that hopefully will be coming to you on Saturday Uh, we're still going to do our regular weekly episodes uh, fairly soon we're going to be doing a um, comedy month long comedy stuff in April so that should be good timing Uh, the first one of those will be at the very end of March will come out so hopefully that will help as well Um, But in this episode, it's going to be me and Carla. We're going to be talking – we're going to be recommending some shows that you might want to watch and some movies you might want to watch and some books you might want to read during this time just as a good way of distracting yourself, uh, keeping you entertained, and then maybe keeping others in the house entertained as well. So we're just going to kind of do this as a back-and-forth thing. I'll have Carla start with – perhaps some movies that she might recommend streaming right now. Hi, Carla.
1: Hi, Erin. Hi. Thank- well, I have the most massive list on the planet for you. <laughs>
0: That's awesome.
1: So <laughs> I'm sure you and the listeners will be sitting there taking notes.
2: I'm yes. certain. Yes.
1: <laughs> or maybe just looking at, at, at your device, like, who was this woman? And why does she have so much time <laughs> to watch so many lousy movies? Either way, I am here to give you a list. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start with some innocuous classics. Okay. Some things that are, uh, I think, universally liked that I think that are, are easy to come back to time and again. Um, I, when times are like this, and of course this is like unprecedented and we've never really gone through this mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> a pandemic. But, uh, but times of stress and uh uncertainty i tend to turn to either mushy kind of romance things or flat-out comedies and Mm -hmm. the one movie that has recently been an absolute um tension soother for me and my family has been yesterday a movie that was released last year and it's about uh, a guy named jack malik who writes not so great songs But has a lovely voice. And he, uh, the world blacks out for 12 seconds. And when he, when it it comes back, he's he's the only person who remembers the Beatles and the Beatles' music. So he starts uh, kind of passing off the Beatles' music as his own. And the movie is so much more charming than that little synopsis would lead (laughs) you to believe it is. It's a fantastic movie. Mm -hmm. It's very sweet. It's very straightforward. Um, so in, in other words, it's not like, like a, a thinker where you really have to <laughs> put a lot of brain juice to it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, I will tell you that at least in this household, it has uh, won over the demographic of 40-something um, suburban moms, 40-something <laughs> suburban dads, and 60-year-old suburban kids. So... <laughs>
0: Need I say more? That's awesome. I love that movie. I'm yeah. I'm glad to hear that recommended. That's that's a really great one. Is that, yeah. is that I thought I saw that it was out somewhere streaming now. Is it available somewhere um, other than just renting it to stream right now?
1: I thought I actually, it. I actually haven't really looked because what happened is that I started, <laughs> I watched it um, on the plane ride. Mm-hmm. You know back. In the 2010s, we used to do this thing called travel, <laughs> and when you were traveling, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you could watch a movie on this thing called a plane. And yesterday happened to be one of the one of the selections, and I watched it on the way to and on the way from my trip. Oh, okay. And then when I got, I, I love it so much I have to own it, so I bought the DVD, and so that's how I've been watching it.
0: Awesome, yeah, and I just looked at it's it's available on HBO now. That's how I knew because it just HBO just released it, so it's streaming on HBO right now. So you have an HBO subscription, go watch it or get do the free trial on Hulu Prime or just HBO Go and watch it because it's a great movie.
1: It really is, and you know what? It's not even all that expensive uh, if you buy the the DVD. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, honestly, if you want to take a chance, then just because <laughs> it's just a really little film
0: it is it's great and what's your next one
1: (laughs) (laughs) um this is where i go back a little bit into the classics you know um but classics i think i mean movies released more than five years ago (laughs) um and i i go back to back to the future is one of my all-time favorite movies Mm -hmm. and that's a movie that that just you know it just never fails to put a smile on my face no matter matter how cheesy and whatever it's just such a it's it's timeless for a reason there's so much chemistry in the cast it's such a goofy premise but they execute it so lovely it's just it's and along those same lines princess bride which is another (laughs) uh i mean how many movies are there where it's a, a grandpa reading a kissing story to his grandson, and it has adventure, and has comedy, and has Billy Crystal mm-hmm. and Carol Kane. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just really great. And um, Hot Fuzz,
0: <laughs> I haven't seen that which one, is... so I'll put that on my list. <laughs> no, oh my
1: gosh, yes, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It, it's a, um, a a loving parody of of cop films, of yeah. buddy cop movies, specifically Bad Boys. Okay, and it's it's hilarious it's so funny my husband and I go around quoting it all the time (laughs) okay yeah I'm
0: definitely gonna have to write that one down yeah yeah and back to the future is the movie that made me really fall in love with movies because I remember seeing it as a kid and I just was obsessed with it I was also loved Michael J Fox he was like one of my first celebrity crushes oh my
1: gosh so (laughs)
0: cute I just (laughs) love yeah and then Princess Bride I remember Um seeing it here in Denver and they showed it this theater that unfortunately turned into a radio shack and then closed, but it was it. They just had one big screen, you know, and they would do special events. And I remember watching it there and they had these, these people from some theater group come out and do a little skit before the movie. It was, it was awesome. So yes, those are some great, great ones. And then do you have some more? (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my god! Do I ever? <laughs> Listen, if it comes to just you know lifting your spirits without working a single brain cell, I have got you covered. We have Zoolander, we have oh, Dodgeball, yeah. we have My Car, and we have the all-time winningest movie in this category: A Night at I the rock. I was like, Party. she has
0: to mention that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course. <laughs> And Night at the Roxbury, is a classic film about two brothers who are trying to come into their own, out uh, from their father's thumb, and trying to start up their own business and uh, win the love of these two ladies. But they encounter obstacles along the way. And all of it, while wearing really tight-fitted, um, <laughs> kind of shimmery clothing... Mm. And they're brothers, but they go nothing they like. But that's okay. We don't question it. <laughs> and they love each other so much. They're horribly codependent, but you still root for mm-hmm. them. I, I think it's, it's one of the, the better films in this particular category. Because let me... Okay, <laughs> Zoolander is reliably funny. Dodgeball, absolute wonderful movie. You'll, you'll be throwing wrenches before you know it. And Dude, Where's My Car? Makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's still hilarious. <laughs> and um, I've actually never seen that one either. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh really? <laughs> watch, watch, watch it. See, the thing is, like, you have actual like good taste, so I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for <laughs> well, you.
0: really bad. Things, but maybe. <laughs> too, <so>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like maybe those of us who are a little bit less discerning. <laughs> 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 or. Let, let me put it this way, more easily amused. <laughs> that, that that one will, you know, quench your your thirst for some um, thought-free laughs. Thought-free
0: laughs, yeah. And that that's a good time for thought-free laughs. So. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, exactly. I, I think that we as a world right now need to gather around just completely um, useless entertainment and just enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. I agree. So, Um, a few more that I have. Um, Clueless, which I don't know if I mentioned, (laughs) and it's actually right around this time is their twenty fifth anniversary. So, like, hello, let's pay them some homage because they are absolute legends in the comedy game. Um, It's it's just so funny Mm -hmm. and so it's really very cute. At least Silverstone, really, uh, I, I think a lot of other actors who may have played the role of Cher may not have done it with such sweetness and innocence. And she really, you know, she doesn't end up coming across as the absolutely oblivious um, airhead rich girl that she might have otherwise, because she just put so much heart into the role Mm -hmm. that you're just like, Oh, I don't really hate her.
0: Yeah, that's great. And we're going to do a um, episode uh, at the end of April. Uh, celebrating that movie too so look out for that one but yes where i could
1: tweet about <laughs> yeah. it for a whole
0: hour yeah that's that's yeah i remember seeing that movie i think i lost count how many times i saw it when it first came out that was one of those <laughs> that i just absolutely fell in love with and fell in love with her and fell in love with paul rudd and
1: all <laughs> yes, right i need a moment please <laughs> and he,
0: oh, and he looks gosh. exactly the same now as he did back he
1: does <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, we have been blessed, and he has been blessed, and just blessings all around exactly. <laughs> zero complaint there yep. <laughs> yep okay now if your if your tastes are, are a little bit you know uh darker you need something <laughs> a little bit more spooky in your life, I also have recommendations for that cool um i I love well. Okay, I'm, Candyman, yes. which I think is right now in Netflix, the original mm-hmm. Candyman. That one, okay, I watched it when I was too young to watch a movie like that. My dad took us to the drive through the, the drive-in. Mm-hmm. The drive
2: through
1: <laughs> <laughs> That would have been an experience. But yes, the drive-in, and I was traumatized for I don't know how long. I couldn't, like, you know, be in the dark by myself. It was just spooky, spooky, spooky. And, you know, all that laid placidly dormant in my system until they started talking about the, the sequel that's coming out very soon um, that I am terrified to even think about, but I must watch because, and that's what Candyman will do to you. It will terrify you and also make you want to be terrified, which I guess some people like <laughs> that, but you know, yeah, that's a great one. But, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, along that, the same Lane, you have um, Get Out, yes. Us, Parasite. Which Parasite I don't really think is that mm-hmm. scary. But it's more, at least in my mind, because there's nothing really supernatural to it. Um, so it, it's more grounded in in reality, and like that's even more scary mm-hmm. in its own way than a lot of these other movies can be. But it's definitely I would consider a must see if you haven't already checked it out.
0: Yeah, I I definitely agree. Definitely agree with all of those. Those are all great, great picks. Love it. Love it. Oh, thank you. And do you have any more in any other categories or well I did tell you I had a huge list, right? <laughs> I know. No, I'm glad to have a huge list. I think everybody needs a huge list of okay. stuff to watch. So
1: <laughs> Well, I have a couple of okay. others here. Um, Goonies, mm-hmm. which I think, you know, I certainly won't show it to my kid because he won't even watch Dora the Explorer all the way <laughs> without running out of the room. So he's not ready for Goonies <laughs> yet. However, I do have, you know, cousins and nephews and nieces and nibblings who just love Goonies. And I, I, I think that that's one of those movies that I think if it came out now, maybe it wouldn't uh, be so accepted by parents for their kids, but I think it's a great movie for for children who can tolerate yeah. it. I mean, certainly like a 10 plus crowd, maybe you're, you're mature seven eights, but it's just <laughs> a really good movie. Um, house Party, which also I think had its, I think it's 30th anniversary mm-hmm. recently. Um, just a, a great movie about young kids being young kids and having a house party. <laughs> Lots of really cool, you know, dance moves mm-hmm. if you want to call it that um, all about Eve which I think is a fantastic movie I, um, I I've watched it like a bunch of times and every time it just I, I know what's happening I know what's coming it, it's you know whatever but it just has it just really pulls you in because it's uh, the cast is just very magnetic. Yeah. And you're kind of rooting for people and also kind of rooting for them to fail. And you end up rooting for people that you weren't rooting for before. It's just great. And um, a couple of newer movies, Like a Boss, starring uh, Tiffany Haddish oh. and Osama um, Hayek. And, right? and Rose Byrne, right? Uh, and Thank you, yes. I was like, is that Rose McGowan? <laughs> I don't like her. <laughs> it's the other Rose, Rose Byrne. Yes, that one. Um, hilarious hilarious we went in not knowing what to expect and it is fantastic it's a great funny movie it's about women men are just tangentially mentioned pretty much uh which i really high Mm -hmm. on my list there and um hustlers which is another you know movie in the same vein women protagonists and they're the ones who um like you're seeing the world through their eyes and it just, uh, it's a fun mm-hmm. ride. Yeah, I love that one. And lots of really sexy <laughs> dancing, which
0: is also yeah, a plus. Yeah, I love that one. That's a really, really good movie. Yep.
1: Yep. Cool. And that covers my movie awesome. selections. Awesome.
0: Okay, cool. Well, I'll start also with the ones that are a lot lighter or romantic or funny. Um, the past couple of days I've watched a couple on um Amazon Prime that I hadn't watched in a while. One's a lot older than the other one. Uh the first one is Soap Dish, which if if oh. you're a fan of soaps, it's even better because it's such a great send up of them. Um, and that one, of course, uh stars um um Kevin Klein and um a why is her name all of a sudden escaping me? I'm sorry. Um, but it starts, um, <laughs> Carrie Fisher is in it very briefly. Um, Robert Downey Jr. Um, it's just,
2: yes. We'll Goldberg, Goldberg. Yeah. Sally Field,
0: Sally Field's the main, the main woman. Sally in it. Field, yes. And she's so good in it. She's so funny. Um, it's, and it also stars, um, she was a really big deal then um and she's had terry hatcher is actually in it very briefly yeah oh my gosh of soap stars <laughs> that make an appearance um yeah it's just it's just so much fun and so funny especially if you've ever watched a soap it just gets it so well it just nails it um, so I really, really, really recommend that one, um, especially if you want to escape and want to laugh. You're gonna have to watch yeah, If that you one. want to laugh, watch that one. You'll laugh pretty much from the start till the finish. Um, that was a great one. And then the other one I watched last night on Prime is uh, one of my favorite romance romances, and it's Return to Me, and it stars David Duchovny and Minnie, Minnie Driver, and it's yeah, oh, and the premise yes. is that David Duchovny's wife dies in a I'm, we assume a car accident we don't really see and meanwhile many driver has been waiting to get a new heart she has heart disease and she's been on the transplant list so she gets david Duchovny's, um wife's heart after she passes away and then they end up meeting and it's a love story between the two of them um, and they don't know that when they meet you know they don't know that she has uh, his wife's heart and it takes place in chicago it's very very chicago um, my family and my dad's side is all from Chicago. So Chicago things have always sort of appealed to me. So it's got that vibe to it. Um, it's really sweet, funny. Um, I really, really love David Dukufny in it. So if you're a fan of his, it's a
1: definite oh, must watch. Um, and
0: I know you're a fan hello. of so it. It's, <laughs> it's a must watch. You yes. Him. It's a must watch it.
1: Let me tell you, like when that movie came out, it came out during my prime David Duchovny hardcore fan years. And I was just like so excited to watch it. And I wasn't, okay, I wasn't like a huge fan of Minnie Driver. I was like, "Eh, whatever. But I have to say she won me over because probably mostly because of David Duchovny. But that's just the kind of person I am. Easily swayed by pretty things. Yeah, Well,
0: well, I and I I love Minnie Driver. I've always loved her and I I feel bad for her that, you know, she got dumped on national television. I don't like her. She got dumped (laughs) on national television practically by Matt Damon. Sorry. Right. That that was was so messed up. up. (laughs) But yeah, and she's just really funny. And yeah, she's one of those that's like a family favorite actor. My family has some of those, like like mm-hmm. her, uh, Robert Downey Jr. um, John Cusack was was a family favorite as well. Those kind of things were when you know we grew up, we loved watching watching those movies, Um, especially because John Cusack looks very much like my uncle, one of my uncles. So, yes, yeah, so I think. That's oh no, kidding! The reason why he was a family favorite. Oh, how funny! and, and yes, he's from chicago, he's also, chicago. Right? oh yeah, yeah. John very so it's probably yeah <laughs> so uh, speaking of john cusack one of the ones i was going to recommend and even though we mentioned it on our stocking for love thing it's still a great movie say anything <laughs> is it's and you can watch that on who right now but say anything is a great romance and he's such a great character i think even though he does some stuff in it, it's still a sweet story. Um, so I have to recommend that one as another romance. Um, and then I have a couple from Mark Ruffalo. I actually have three from Mark Ruffalo. Oh, I yeah, love Yeah, he's he's one of my all-time favorite actors. Um, and the two that I have are some of the a couple of lighter ones of his. Um, and one one of them is Thirteen Going on Thirty, which I could watch that movie. Over and over and over and over again. And if it's one of those, you know, not body swapping, but where she ages up with Jennifer Garner and she wishes, she's in the 80s and she wishes, well, she's not Jennifer Garner in the 80s, but she's 13. She wishes she could be 30 (laughs) and she wakes up and she's 30. And that's Jennifer Garner playing her. And Jennifer Garner is so good in this movie. The way, when she She is, she has, when she, realizes she's 30 and she's realizing, like, looking at herself and there's this scene where she looks at herself in the mirror and, like, you know, it's and realizes her body has changed and it's just such, it's just such a great scene (laughs) and she does it so well. She plays what, you know, a 13-year-old would act like, you know, she's so good at that. Yeah.
1: And what I remember the most about that movie, I mean, there's, like, so many wonderful things, but it the close to the beginning when the little girl is going 30 yeah. and flirty and fun. 30 and flirty and fun. I just like, oh my God, just push precious little thing.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so great. And I love Mark Ruffalo in that movie. Oh my gosh.
1: He's just swoon-worthy yes. oh. in that movie. He's just like he the really best is. guy. He just... He often plays like the best guys, even when they're not necessarily mm-hmm. great guys. They're just still the best guys <laughs> because they're Mark Ruffalo. <laughs>
0: yep. Yep. And there's, um, and there's the great, and, and there's also, um, we were just, we, just speaking of our Lord of the Rings episode, we just did with Andy Circus, who does you know the motion capture in there, where Andy Circus is in 13 Going on 30, playing himself. He's not doing any motion capture in this. Yeah, he's the no boss. No way! And it, the boss in uh, 13 Going on 30. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And what's great is the whole scene where they do thriller. <laughs> I love that scene. So oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just a great movie uh, that will really, really make you smile and laugh and uh, just warm your heart. I think this very, very comforting. Um, and the other one from Mark Ruffalo is another one that's kind of light. Um, and it's just like he- heaven with uh, Reese Witherspoon where Reese Witherspoon plays a woman who um, is maybe oh, a ghost yes! or maybe not. I won't spoil the whole thing. And Mark Ruffalo is leasing the apartment that used to be hers in San Francisco. And he, his wife had recently passed away. And it's a romance between the two of them. And I, I love that movie so much. I just recently uh, rewatched, I think it was on HBO, um, and just fell in love with it all over again. And I just think it's so sweet. And I think they have great chemistry. And Mark Ruffalo does a lot of physical comedy in that movie that's really, really good. Yeah, he's yes. really, really good in that. Um, and then... But also he he's he's, he's a chemistry oh, yeah. machine. He is. Just saying, he is. he is. I'm I've been a huge fan of his for years and years because I could recommend some stuff that's uh, not very happy <laughs> that he's done way way back. <laughs> uh, and stuff where he wasn't always like the best guy in the world either. But um, you know, but but I'll just stay with the light stuff right now. <laughs> um, and another one I'm going to recommend, and this is a movie that when you said i have taste this is a movie that everybody in the world hates but me <laughs> so yes, this is what'll prove me, otherwise everybody loves that but almost everybody hates this movie and i love this movie um and it's life as we know it with Katherine Heigel and Josh Duhamel <laughs> oh
2: my god
0: oh my god yes i watched that movie and i hate every moment of it <laughs> everybody Yes, Yes. I remember that one. I was just going to put it out there because I put it out there on Facebook the other day. And one of my friends watched it and she's like, well, now I love this movie. So maybe I'm going to recruit more people into seeing that this movie is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know it's not a good movie, but I really think the reason um, this movie works for me. Honestly, it's because of Josh Dumel <laughs> in it. I
1: don't, I don't really? think
0: I is probably a
1: douchebag in real life. <laughs> you know what? That is exactly the impression <laughs> that I get I gotta of him. i say,
0: okay, I'll, I'll be honest. Part of this comes from the fact that um, Josh Dumel, which if people don't know this, started out on All My Children playing this character, Leo, who I just loved so it's so he's kind of got my heart because of that. So I admit oh. that's, that's part of the reason. I it's not it's I know it's not a great movie, but I love it. <laughs>
1: well, I I have no <laughs> like to stand on when it comes to like bashing people for yeah, their movie and choices. I know so it's
0: not the great race person either. So yeah, it's no. like a combination of two really bad horrible people. But I, it, yes, <laughs> but I pretty much it. it's one of those I know it's one of those I know it's bad but I I don't care I'm still gonna love it. <laughs> um and <laughs> and then another one I I, I want to recommend that it's <laughs> another one of those that's uh it's pretty recent um and it's something that I really was like I am not gonna like this movie why am I watching this um and it's called, sorry, I had it right, in, Instant Family with um, Rose Byrne and, um, and um, oh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg. And it's where they take in these foster kids, this whole thing. And it's this whole, it really is kind of that white savior thing as well. But it really worked for me. I, I can't explain why. I, I don't know. There was something about it. The um. Uh, I should look up the actress, but the actress who plays the oldest child that they uh, t- that they take in that they foster is so good, and I love Roseburn Byrne. Anyway, um, I think her name is I think her name is Isabella. <laughs> I'm gonna probably mispronounce this, so I'm sorry. Mercedes, I believe that's that's her name. She's really good in it, and I was crying at the end, and it's. I don't know why, but it just really worked for me. And I could see why it was a big box office hit. And I was like, why is this a box office hit? And then when I watched it, I could I could kind of see why. <laughs> so I, re- I recommend that one. Um, another one that's also on Hulu that really surprised me is Fighting With My Family, which is based on a true story um, about a family in Australia who they, they are wrestlers, their whole family's wrestlers. And the brother and sister... Uh, wrestle together, and they go out to do tryouts for the WWE, Um, and she gets picked, and her brother doesn't get picked, and it's all sort of about her training, and and unfortunately, Vince Vaughn's in it, but you can kind of ignore that, but... Um, and the rocks in it um and i guess someone that i know that's really into wrestling said it's not as accurate as the true story but it's still a really good watch and florence Pugh, who had a really amazing year last year with um which this is a great one that you could watch midsommar and um the little women remake she's she's in it and she's really really Mm -hmm. good so i recommend that one as well that's um Fighting with my family, so that's another one that you know. And it's you could probably watch that with your family, honestly. Um, yeah, there's not much. Right. Oh, okay. I mean, there's wrestling in it, but it's still not overly violent. My mom, who cannot stand a lot of violence or weirdness, she loved she loved it too. So that's another one you could watch with your family. Um, and speaking with family, and this is how I'll end my lighter ones. Uh, the movie Babe. <laughs> i cannot I, I, I can quote that movie um i used to have a babe electronic pig <laughs> that's how much i loved oh movie. my gosh i was obsessed with that movie. oh that's so I, cute i was an adult when well, i was right out of high school when i saw it so and I worked at Blockbuster, and used to drive everybody crazy because we had a kid's TV corner. And so I would put it in the kid's TV all the time. And everybody's like, oh, my God, I can't watch Babe one more time. But in case you don't know what Babe is, <laughs> Babe is about Babe, a pig, who gets chosen to be on Farmer Hoggett's farm. And he wants to be a sheepdog. And he gets taken in by the sheepdog. And he becomes a sheep pig. And, you know, the animals talk. There's people doing voices for them. Uh, but they're real animals in there. They do some, I think they do some animatronics with their mouths and stuff, but it's real animals. Um, James Cromwell plays uh, Farmer Hoggett. And it's just, I just think it's a really sweet, sweet movie. And I cry every time I watch it. And I'm a dog person. So I think that's part of the reason I love it so much. And Babe is so much like a dog <laughs> in it. So. That's that's one that you can watch with the whole family. Um, you know, it's rated G, so <laughs> there's not really much objection.
1: <laughs> if I can get this child to, like, <laughs> sit for a movie, I, I will. Because I have to trick him into watching movies. So if I can <laughs> trick him into watching, <laughs> you can and I work. think I might. <laughs> Just, yeah. just sit there and watch it, okay? Just be like one of those other kids who <laughs> can just pop in front of a TV for two hours, please.
0: Okay, and then I'll recommend some, because it's me and I like the indie movies, I'm going to recommend some smaller films. Um, I already, on our last episode, mentioned Loose again. I know I'm never going to let these Kelvin Harrison Jr. movies go, but I can't help it. I, you know, Luce, <laughs> I'm going to remind you again, Loose is on Hulu. Waves, you can rent um and then as i mentioned last time and this kind of fits in with what we're going through right now in a weird way because it kind of is after a pandemic so if you want to scare yourself more you can watch <laughs> um it comes at night which is on netflix which is um a really really good movie it's kind of horror but i think of it more as a thriller and family drama really uh, and that one that one's really good uh, but i'm also going to recommend again honey boy that's on amazon prime so these are kind of dark movies i know i'm recommending they're heavy but so i'm gonna recommend that one <laughs> it exactly. wouldn't be you if there wasn't some angst exactly. in right. your recommendations I, mean, stuff, I wouldn't be me <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know I, I would have to like fly over there and, and like i'd have to like rent a, a private jet to just know, go over there check on I'm, you
0: it's it's me i just i I like the heavy stuff, um, even though I've been w- watching some light stuff. But, you know, I thought I'd recommend those. Um, and there's also a couple more I'll recommend. And this one's actually lighter. Sorry, I'll go back a little bit. Um, this is an older movie called Swingers, which I'm sure people have probably heard of it or seen it. And this was before I oh knew who Vince Vaughn really was. So <laughs> I'm going to recommend it. That one's fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> John Favreau, that was his first little thing. He directed it and started it, and it's just—it's just a ton of fun. um At least I think it is. um And is yes, that the one with yes, "You're So yes. Money"? You don't even know it. You don't even know it. Yes. <laughs> and that's—that's that's when yes. music was all the rage. <laughs> so
1: would go out, maybe. Right. Sing. Yes. I had a friend who was, like, so into this movie. Like, so into this movie. And, and she, like, she made me I, I think that's the only reason that I don't, like, love it is because she made me watch it. And I just resented her for it. That's funny. <laughs> I think that might have to do have to with that.
0: Um, and then um, this, is, this is a movie. This movie I'm going to recommend is very, very indie. But it does star um, Adam Scott who um, was in Parks and Rec, of course, and is known for comedy now, but he actually does a lot of indie dramas, is what I'd always known him for, uh, before he did a lot of the comedic turns. Um, And this movie is called Passenger Side, and this is a movie that I saw at a film festival, and it's about some brothers, two brothers, and that's all I'm going to say about it, um, who are traveling, uh, who are doing kind of a road trip. And that's a really, really great one. And I just, I think Adam Scott is just um, one of the best actors around, frankly. Um, And I think, yeah, and I think a lot of people. He really is. Go ahead. I I think he's like, I I just think he's like criminally underrated. Yes, and another movie that he did where if you want to watch him and really hate his character, but he's a really, he's really good in it. uh, This movie called The Vicious Kind. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's not a very pleasant guy in there, but he's so good. Yes. Is Is he vicious? (laughs) He's very much, he plays, that you know, the, the, the man who, um, can't, you can't quite hangs on to his, I'm so independent and different and hurts, you know, people around him, even though he really wants love, but he won't open himself up for love kind of person um yeah yeah but it's a really oh, good movie and he's really good in it it also stars britney snow who at the time was i think people thought was going to become a big deal jk simmons is in it as well it's just a i just i mean it's it's not a happy movie by any means so don't think you're going to be happy after you watch <laughs> it. but it's really good um yeah so i recommend that well, it sounds one. Interesting. i actually want to recommend some some films that star Sam Rockwell before people really knew who Sam Rockwell was. Sam Rockwell is one of my, all, he's my top in my top three for actors. That's why I've been so disappointed at how he's now getting this, getting critical acclaim for playing all these racist characters and for, and, and especially, you know, I've always mm-hmm. wanted to win an Academy award and I hated that he won for three bill billboards and all this stuff. Cause he's such, he's a really good actor and I've loved him for years. And so I'm going to recommend um, four movies of his. <laughs> um, one of them is kind of, is a little bit lighter. It's called Box of Moonlight. And he plays a very quirky character. Um, and I'm not going to tell you too much about the movie because I think it's one of those you kind of just have to go into blind. Um, but it's it's a really, really, really good movie um so i recommend that one that one that one's not as heavy as other ones of his that i'll recommend so just to let you know um the other one this is the heaviest one of his that i will recommend it's called snow angels um and yeah it's a, it's an interesting film and it's dealing very much with death um there's some suicidal stuff in it as well i will say um and there's just a lot of really good performances in that movie. Um it's it's very heavy. It's actually was done by David Gordon Green, who I'm sure people are familiar with. Um he also David Gordon Green has is now does a lot more bigger films. Um he also did Pineapple Express too, I believe. And he's done so he does yeah, but he started out doing oh my God. <laughs> very heavy indie dramas. And this one also has uh Kate Beckinsales in it um and a bunch of other people and it's basically interweaves the lives of a teenager with this old older baby, old babysitter her estranged husband and their daughter so it's like this one of those kind of indie films where it's all these stories intertwine together and it's very hard to watch but it's very good and he is so incredible in it and he should have see these are the performances he should have gotten the oscars for in my opinion um so that's (laughs) another one and this is one of my all-time favorite movies period um it's confessions of a dangerous mind and this is how i really discovered sam rockwell this is uh the first movie that george clooney directed and that's why i saw it because as people may know know i've mentioned it on here before i love 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 george clooney um
2: (laughs) you don't say the
0: biggest george clooney fans you'll ever meet (laughs) And he directed this one, <laughs> um, and he also was in it a little bit, but um, it's about uh, Chuck Barris, the game show host who always said he was a secret CIA agent. Um, and Sam Rockwell plays Chuck Barris. Andrew Barrymore is in it as well. Um, and Julia Roberts, um, but Sam Rockwell is so good in this movie. And you have to, if you watch it on DVD, which I recommend, or Blu-ray or whatever, watch the extras in there because there's his audition tape in there, and that's and that's incredible to watch because he he's just it's just so much fun, and he should have won for that one as well. Um, and I know everybody thinks I'm going to mention <laughs> Moon, but I'm uh, even though I love Moon, I'm not going to mention Moon. I'm going to mention this other one that's a really small movie. Um, called Lawn Dogs and this one is it, it, the premise will probably make you feel uncomfortable but they handle it very well it's about this young girl who forges a friendship she's like 10 years old with um, Sam Rockwell's character who's 21 and he mows lawns in this gated community um, and there's all this other stuff going on in the gated community and I I will spoil, there's nothing weird that goes on with the two of them at all, Um, but this is very much a movie that talks about class and how people behind those gates treat Mm. the other people that aren't behind those gates um, and the way they treat um, him. And there's some uh, fantasy elements to it. Um, And it stars, actually, the person who plays the little kid is Misha Barton, who went on to do the OC and stuff when she got older. Um, but this is, it's a really good one and it's, uh, really lesser known films. So I'm going to recommend those.
1: And she's also somebody who was supposed to be Mm -hmm. a huge deal. And then she kind of faded away back in the day, but yeah, well, you know, Sam Rockwell is, is one of those actors and my husband and I were just talking about him the other day, how much we love him and mm -hmm. how just talented he is and, and he can really swing Mm-hmm. From one genre to the other seamlessly, and he's completely believable in anything that he does. He's just really fantastic. And um, not so not so long ago, yeah. I watched um, Fosse Verdon, which I wasn't expecting to really enjoy, but I did, and it was largely because of because of him. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like Michelle Williams mm-hmm. until much later in the series, but he really yeah, had he's me. From just the so,
0: first um, he's just so. He's just. He's just so – he's like a character actor. He really is like a character actor, which isn't at all an insult. I think character Mm -hmm. actors are some of the best actors around. And he just – he uses his body in such a way too when he performs. And he's just so interesting to watch. And that's why I was so disappointed when he started getting all these raves for stuff that – like. I mean Vice he's he's just playing a character caricature and he's playing another racist character and then you know and then I loved him in right. Jojo Rabbit but I was like okay can this be the last racist character that the guy plays please <laughs> you know it's like come on go back to the other stuff that you do so well um you know don't be car- don't become just that you know cuz it's just you know and especially the mm-hmm. you know Racist with a heart of gold,
1: especially in three billboards, right? Oh, oh my god, that is my one of my, my least favorite tropes. It's just like one of the worst tropes of, mm-hmm. that cinema has yeah, thrown at yeah. us ever. <laughs> it's like, well, he's racist, but he also does some nice things, yeah. yeah it's so okay, uh, guess.
0: Why, yeah. Three billboards are just pissed me off anyway i don't want to we're supposed to be recommending things sorry guys i'm going off on other things sorry um okay so i'm gonna bring it back and i'll just recommend
1: Yeah. welcome to the sam rockwell show i was gonna say yeah, i think, yeah, I I think could we just do an episode about it. About
0: it. <laughs> and then and that'll be just embarrassing that'll be just embarrassing
1: naturally <laughs> It'll be just like, oh my god, you guys, oh my god. Okay, so like yeah. this one time, I saw George Clooney <laughs> do this, and it was just magnificent. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> It'll just be like, yeah, you're having a meltdown over I loved
0: his character on Sisters and Bags of Life. See, so now I'm going up. Oh my god, yes, I loved the him on Sisters so much. I, I watched him on Bags of Life too, but that was the show where I really felt <laughs> Anyway, sorry, I'm mean-
1: <laughs> Yes, oh, you yeah. will
0: have to do that sometime. Um, well, now I'm, I'm going to recommend just to end with the movies here. I'm going to recommend a few horror films because I also wouldn't be me if I didn't recommend some horror because I love horror. Um, and I just want to start off with <laughs> Shudder right now um, because of what's going on. They are offering a free 30-day trial. If you just use the code IN, all one word and all in caps. I don't know if that matters, but all in caps. And they have some great movies on there like the classic, one of my my absolute favorite horror film, one of the best films ever made. I wrote a whole paper on it. Halloween, the original Halloween. Um... <laughs> I knew you would, you Which, would say I mean, that. <laughs> on, you have to know what Halloween is about, but if you don't, it's about Michael Myers, who <laughs> killed his sister when he was a kid, and he was in a institution. He escapes from the institution and goes and torments teenagers. On Halloween night, it's it's one of the first movies with the final gir- girl premise. And Jamie Lee Curtis brilliantly plays the final girl um, in that movie. So, you know, so if you haven't seen that for some reason and you want to, um, that is available on Shudder right now. Shudder also, um, I know we, we haven't, I know this is kind of diving into series here a little bit. But I'll just briefly mention they do have a series on there. Um, I don't like Eli Roth but he but it's okay he just hosts it and it covers different different aspects of horror like zombie <laughs> slasher films, etc. That's really good on there too. Um, and they also have a great documentary called Horror Noir which is all um, all about um, how black people have been represented in horror films, both the good and the bad. Um, it's really interesting and when you talked about mm-hmm. Candyman, they talk a lot about Candyman in there. so I had... Yeah, yeah. I that's highly, highly example. recommend um, that documentary. I think it's really <laughs> fascinating and interesting to see the history of that and, and the future and everything. It's just a really interesting documentary. And so that's on there as well. Um, and then it, the the sequel was supposed to be coming out this weekend. Uh, but the, the first Quiet, A Quiet Place is available on Hulu. So you can watch that one there too. That's a really, I think, a really great um horror movie. Uh I, you know, although I wouldn't classify it as horror-horror, but still pretty pretty scary at, in parts. Um and that was John Krasinski directed that one, of course. Um and then there's a smaller little horror movie that is directed by this woman who is actually in talks to direct a new Dr- Dracula movie. And this one's called The Invitation and it is on Netflix and it's incredibly creepy incredibly creepy it's got a cult creepy vibe to it mm.
1: <laughs> if you're saying this incredibly creepy then i'm i'm I, I think i would have to watch it like outdoors with the lights on <laughs> near perhaps a police station <laughs> or maybe even better near a hospital <laughs> well it's not for not when i eventually pass out
0: I, I mean it's just it's it's um it's, <laughs> this, i'll read the description a man accepts an invitation to a dinner party hosted by his ex-wife An unsettling affair that reopens old wounds and creates new tensions, which is very, very kind of just surface description of it. Um, It's a movie that builds and builds and builds and builds. Um, Karen Kusami, hope I'm pronouncing her name right. She directed it. Um, She's directed a lot of good stuff. She directed the movie Destroyer that came out a little while ago. She's directed an episode of the series The Outsider. And like I said, she's in talks to do a new Dracula movie. So you know we gotta support those women directors out there. So she's really good, and it's 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 a pretty creepy offering. It's not too gory, um, you know. It's just it's just a lot of fun and interesting to watch. Um, and then some fun little horror movies that I'm gonna recommend are um, there's this movie called The Final Girls, which is all about this girl who's this girl whose mother was I've in this really that. famous like slasher film. And then, you know, she died later on and they're hosting the screening of her mom's movie and they end up getting stuck in the movie. And it's just a really, it's funny and it's also really actually kind of touching and it's a great send up of horror. Um, So I think that that one is a lot of fun. Um, the movie ready or not, which I know a lot of people probably wouldn't even want to call it a horror movie, but it's got horror elements. Um, and that one was in the theaters not too long ago. That's a fun one. And um, I was on another podcast episode talking about that one and spoiling that one. That one's that one's a ton of fun. I don't know <laughs> if you've seen that one, Carla, but have you? It's it's a it's it's Mm-mm. great. You should you should watch that one. It's it's a blast. Um, it's gory, but it's but it's funny and fun. I'll have to and, check it out. Um, some people have even put it in with like Clue and that kind of genre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it, oh, really? Oh, really good. I love that movie. Um, and then, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. I think the original Nightmare on Elm Street is great as well. That's second to Halloween for me for my favorite horror movies. Um, there's another little indie horror movie that I will recommend um that is called May. I don't know if any I don't know if you've heard of it, Carla. It's very, no. very <laughs> creepy and sad. Um, and it's about it's one of those movies where it's an outsider, um, this girl who's really different, not like everybody else, and she falls in love with this guy, Jeremy Sisto from Clueless. Um, and (laughs) it's, it's kind of along the same lines of Carrie, except she doesn't have superpowers, but it's along that same kind of line. It turns, uh, it turns pretty gory. Um, I will say that. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say, but that's a really good, uh, that's a really good uh, (laughs) horror movie, um, that I, that I highly
1: recommend. And then I'm just going to throw out another one. What? That's one. No, that, that's one that I'm probably gonna have to watch with my sister uh-huh, because she loves. Yeah. First of all, she loves horror in general. Yeah, it's it's. But well, that gonna, sounds really, really I've
0: I've watched it a few times. Yeah, and that's one that I remember. And I was gonna mention this when we did our social media thing. I'll mention it really quickly. When IMDb was around and when that movie came out, which was it was in the early 2000s, and I remember going on the message board and there was someone on there who said, "I just really really like May and I really relate to her." and after you see that movie thinking about that that will creep the hell out of you. <laughs> so that was so crazy. Oh my gosh. I'm just going to throw that in there. So yeah, that's 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 a good one. So and then <laughs> and then I'm going to Well, now I need to know. It's kind, of
1: cult,
0: it's kind of achieved cult status. I uh, is American Psycho with Christian Bale, um, which I think is actually a very much a take on how on misogyny. Um and um, you know, I think I think it's, you know, it's directed by a woman, was written by a woman, adapted from the Brett Easton Ellis novel. Mm-hmm. Um and they really saw in the novel how much that was how the novel really and I've read the novel too. Um as, even if he doesn't want to admit it, the novel really, if you really look at it is really taking aim at the '80s and the selfishness of the '80s and those men, especially men, yeah, um, and the misogyny and yeah. The book is a little is incredibly graphic. Yeah, you've read it too. Yeah, the that book oh is my a God. lot. Some of the yeah, he does in that book.
1: Oh. I have, <laughs> and it, this is one one of those. This is one of the those things yeah. where I prefer mm-hmm. the movie to the book. Not necessarily because not necessarily because the movie is better, but because it's easier to swallow. <laughs> than, the, than yeah. the, the book the book was just a lot yeah, it, was, it, was it was really it was heavy, hard to, and to I get through
0: so thankful that oliver stone didn't end up actually directing it because that was supposed to happen and i'm yeah because um, oh that would have been awful it, no, why is her name escaping me right now she had the proj- project 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 sorry and she had christian bale signed on this is uh, a, a big thing that happened around that time and he and um then the studio decided they wanted to try and make a lot of money out of, off of it. Nobody knew Christian Bale then. Um, and so they wanted to have Leonardo DiCaprio play the character. And Oliver Stone was going to direct it. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> i know that would have been sounds horrible like really bad fan fiction mary heron who who uh, directed it she uh, she said you know i i knew i was like okay we're never gonna get this back and she's like christian would call me all the time and say no we're gonna do this movie i know we're gonna do this movie and then they ended up and then she ended up getting it back and said oh yeah christian has to play this character um and when i saw it i really wasn't too familiar with christian bale and i remember i saw it in the theaters and I was like, I don't know if I can ever watch this guy in anything else. He's so good in it. But... <laughs> and then yeah, he ended yeah, up being I cast in absolutely
1: everything. You no,
0: know, he's more of a big deal. And yeah, I mean, I, I I I love Christian Bale, and that was kind of what made me love Christian Bale. Um, I won't go off on Christian Bale like I did the Sam Rockwell and everything. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but it's, <laughs> but it's thing. in your thing. Back of my head that I was about to, but I stopped myself. So, because I can do that, but I'll, I'll stop with it. I'll stop there since we're already going. I was like, this is going to be a twenty-minute episode, and. <laughs> this always happens
1: no but you you just completely underestimated know, or, or how, how much, much I like to talk. talk
0: okay so let's so we might not get to books I have a feeling I <laughs> might not get to books so sorry readers um, we might add that somewhere else let's get into television shows so Carla give me some television shows to binge right now
1: <laughs> just some I have played a few of those as well. I know. (laughs) I mean, this is going to be a three-parter, I can tell you. (laughs) Well, to start, I, again, comedy is absolutely my go-to, and, um, but lately, uh, we've been trying to do more family stuff, and obviously, there's a lot that I can't show my, my kid, But um, what we've really been into as a family has been the mass Singer. And that's, yeah, that's because uh, it's, uh, for anybody who doesn't really know the premise of it, it's a panel of judges, and then you have Nick Cannon as the host. And it's a lot, it's just celebrities dressed up completely. You can't see anything about them. You can't see any skin. Mm -hmm. The only thing that you can really see is how tall they are. Um, And these outrageous costumes and then they come out and they sing the the panel of judges gushes over them and then they go away and you are left to wonder who the hell was that and um the reason that we really like it is because it's it really is pretty kid-friendly there's just not a lot that can uh, that you can really screw up mm-hmm. in the singing competition to make it not family-friendly Um, it's just a lot of fun to watch. Again, it doesn't require a lot of brain power, which is fantastic. And you really do end up being completely blown away by who some of the people are. Not so much in season one, maybe season two. Right now they're in season three and they've had some like really big names. Like the only one that I'll I'll spoil because like my jaw was on the floor was Chaka Khan. Which, you know, it's like, it's kind of a big deal and they have even more people still masked to uh to reveal later on it's great show um we've also been really into lego masters which is another great show that you can watch with the family um it's uh hosted by will Arnett, and he has two um it's like the brick masters or something i forget (laughs) fancy people who do a lot of lego um (laughs) <laughs> as his mm-hmm. uh, fellow hosts but it, it's teams of, of two people each team and they are tasked with building just amazing things with lego each week and uh th- the whole point is that you know they get to be in and they win a certain amount of money i forget how much it is because it's just <laughs> so much fun to watch that i forget like the stakes um but it, it's really really sweet <laughs> Most of them are. It's it's an American um, reality (laughs) show. So there's so much sweetness, but, (laughs) but they have, you know, some couples, some uh, fathers and sons, some siblings, some friends, just Mm -hmm. getting together and sharing their love of Lego. Um, And it it really is a lot more fun than you would imagine it to be. And Will Arnett does a a, a good um, job of hosting which you wouldn't think, because I, I thought that I had a <laughs> limit of how much I could tolerate his voice, but I, I'm I'm hanging tough <laughs> in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, of, of comedies, I I still you know I know that there's a lot about it that is, in you know in the modern view considered mm-hmm. problematic, which I completely agree with yeah. and understand. But Friends is still a show that I go back to time and again because it's. A show that is uh, not just very well written, but the acting is so fantastic. I mean, there's a reason why their chemistry is touted to this day. You just can't watch it. And even if you don't particularly like, like the show, you can see how these pieces just work so perfectly together. And it, it's just so hard to replicate that level of, of, of acting and writing and uh, just everything being put together in such a way that it just... You that you know, end up watching three episodes in that <laughs> you were even gonna turn yeah, away from the from the show.
0: Yeah, and that's but one that yeah, there's there there when was you watched. look at when you watch it now, you um, see a lot of the problematic elements with it, more so than I think I did when I was first watching it. But it's still one yeah. of those, you know, my sister and I will quote it still to each other, we'll still say, you know, it's a moo point, you know. Cow's opinion. It's just moo. I mean, we still will say that to each other all the time. <laughs> so it's still one of us. Yeah.
1: I yes, have never yes. helped anybody move <laughs> without yelling yeah. "pivot." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a classic for a reason, um, and <laughs> of course, like one of my modern favorites, shit's Creek," which is just such. Oh. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. The writing is just impeccable. The mm-hmm. acting is just the the casting is amazing. Like you wouldn't believe how uh, like even the, the background mm-hmm. um, not background but the, the the smaller characters are just so perfectly cast. Um, I, I was I was first drawn to watching it because I just I've always loved Eugene Levy. <laughs> I had like the biggest crush That's on him. I awesome. just thought he was so cute. <laughs> yes, I know he's like you know. he's always been like just this dad type (laughs) but I just had a thing for him it was like oh those (laughs) eyebrows and Catherine Mm O'Hara from you know way back in Beetlejuice she just she was just always one of my favorite um actresses I just I I adore her and then you start watching the show and Annie Murphy who is he uh Alexis the character that she plays seems so grating at first like the first season is kind of Tough to model through some of Alexis's scenes, but solidly by the end of the first mm-hmm. season, you are just on board and you come to love her, and you end up finding yourself doing Alexis' hands. Which, once you've watched the show, <laughs> yep. you'll completely understand what Alexis' hands are. <laughs> um, and I, I can't say enough about Dan Levy without getting all like goosebumps be, because not only is he like <laughs> super talented, he's also so beautiful. He is just the most beautiful like person <laughs> on tv right now i i, I can't feel <laughs> like even my, my husband knows that i I'm, I'm sorry but some days if we're <laughs> gonna watch the show together i'm only gonna have eyes for Dan Levy. so <laughs> let me save the rest of my gushing for the actual episode about the show yeah that's a great <laughs> I could go about, a it, and
0: on mom, about it for a while mom listens to this podcast um, so mom i'm just saying this to you, I've been trying to get you to watch this show, and my mom is always trying to look for shows where it's got more <laughs> heart, and it'll make you feel good, and you know
1: stuff like that. And so I'm always, yeah. Speak <laughs> oh to my, mom. my gosh, Erin's mom! <laughs> I, I cannot tell you how much heart and good feelings you will come away with after watching this, like. I, I just I had no idea. Like you start watching it, and you're like, oh, I've seen this kind of thing before. They reach people, you know. They learn to be like kinder and whatever. But there's it, it's it's so much better than that. It's so much better. That. It's a family discovering each other mm-hmm. after decades of neglecting each other and uh, forming a new life um, <laughs> among these, you know, regulars. Uh, it it really is. It's a soft, wonderful (laughs) show for your heart. You have to watch it, Erin's Mom. You just have to. Awesome. Okay. (laughs)
0: Yeah, watch it. To
1: all the Erin's Moms out there. (laughs) Um, Recently, we started watching, well, by we, I mean, Meg and me. (laughs) Uh, um, Single Parents, uh, which is in its second season. It's a pretty new show. I will say it took a while for me to get into it. Um, and there's a ship in it that makes no sense to me but it actually ends you actually end up enjoying it and looking forward to it because it's cute there are adorable children in it um, it's um, so goofy and hilarious that you don't even mind that these characters in other hands would be absolutely (laughs) grating and you would want to throw something at your television which I don't recommend that you do in any case but (laughs) Especially not for a show that you're just watching, um, and then aside from that, like on uh, uh, more serious kind of shows, um, I, <laughs> as I mentioned in like a, a couple of episodes ago, I was binging Criminal Minds because I needed something <laughs> that I could have on in the background and not really get too invested in, and that's just me. A lot of people are way more invested in it and really love it. I like it because. I just, it's one of those crime shows where it's interesting week to week, even though you don't, I'm not, you know, me personally, I don't necessarily get super invested in the, um, the recurring characters, but it's still interesting They have interesting things every week. So <laughs> you just basically won't get bored. I don't think I didn't, but you know, again, easily amused. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> classic can't say enough about it I love it with all my heart and if you've already watched it watch it again because you'll be surprised at how many things you missed the first second third fourth and even 17th time around you're like, you're like oh my gosh I can't believe I missed this gem of a you know little thing in a scene and it just makes it even better for you um, 9 uh nine one one the the newest show um and it stars like just a whole slew of amazing amazing actors you have angela bassett you have aisha hines you have um this really hot dude <laughs> whose name escapes me right now but he's that's older to know. <laughs> and hot and that's yeah. all i've got right now <laughs> And yeah, in season two, they bring in Jennifer Love Hewitt, but you know, you end up not minding her, because she's not in it all that much. I just, oh my gosh, I have a thing with Jennifer Love Hewitt where I just, I I don't enjoy her presence all that much in my entertainment, but (laughs) But she ends up being in things that I love, and I'm like, oh, I guess I have to tolerate you. (laughs) Speaking of which, she was in Criminal Minds for a season, and I predicted In my binge watch, that she wouldn't (laughs) last, and she did not last, and I could not have been happier. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Um, Avatar: The Last Airbender. If you're into more animated anime kind of things, I watched it when it first aired (laughs) back, like what was it, like fifteen or more years ago, and. It's, it's just <laughs> such a great show. Again, a show with a lot of <laughs> heart, if that's what you're looking for. Erin's mom. Uh, <laughs> um, but it also has, like, you know, really good life lessons. So I think that it's a, a good show for... I mean, you you, you kind of have to watch it for yourself and, and judge it for your children, for their um, maturity levels, because it does have some... Um, elements of you know there's death there's scariness there stuff like that so but it's still absolutely a show worth watching that <laughs> um I, i'm very glad that <laughs> that this guy i was friends with forced me to watch it way back in the day <laughs> um i i've been yes uh, yes yes oh the, the great british yes. show another show that i watched with my family which is isn't it great it's mm-hmm. like the example of what yep. a reality show should be like, a competition reality show should be like, because mm-hmm. they help each other. They're they're nice, and it, it's low stakes, but it's so much uh, yeah, um, good tension. It's it, it's not yeah, you know so tension because one person is going to stab just... the other person in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, except for, for for like that one lady who um, took out. Um, that one guy's ice cream <laughs> from the freezer and left okay, it out. I and about. I was not happy about that. Shame on her. I think her name is Nancy. And that, she ended yeah. up winning and the my season. Mom, and my I'm mom already bitter. Watches
0: that show. She rewatches it and rewatches it and rewatches it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Good. Mm-hmm. We end up rewatching a great, it a, a lot because it's like right my husband's now, favorite thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. and And you know, there's something about baking mm-hmm. that's so just relaxing yep. and gentle. And even if it's like vicarious baking, it's still wonderful. <laughs> that's a great way it's to it. It's all of the enjoyment none of the calories. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Especially if you hitting the uh, quarantine snacks. <laughs> or maybe it's a bad idea because you'll be know, inspired to hit them more. So I don't know. You know, use your judgment, basically. Uh. Uh, a new show which is tommy and it's on cbs and i'm not just mentioning it oh, cool. because my sister is the assistant editor for some of the episodes which she is and she's amazing just saying but it really is mm-hmm. a great show um it stars edie falco mm-hmm. and i mean edie falco is a great actor to begin with but she is it's such an interesting character and anyway, it's only a few episodes in and uh, they're rerunning it on CBS now since they don't have March Madness going on. So it's a really good time to start catching up because um, then you're not so far behind when that eventually keeps going into the future forever and never for 20 more seasons. It's, it, it's uh, very, I think it's a very uh, entertaining show and it'll eventually <laughs> be very bingeable for when I absolutely need to go back and binge it, which I will. And last but not least, One of the greatest shows of all time to ever air.
0: (laughs) It's like, which one is she going to (laughs) say?
1: Firefly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going with Firefly. (laughs) To the surprise of almost no one. It's, it's, uh, it's hilarious. It's fun. It's adventure. There's just a huge cast with unbelievably great performances And yes, it did get cancelled prematurely. Still worth watching simply because of the fact that once you you, you watch it, you just can't get the show out of your head. Um, And it still ends up being worthwhile because the episodes are just so well done and so well acted. Um, It is a Joss Whedon (laughs) show, but it's not particularly douchey and and creepy like Dollhouse was. So just, you know, in case you're wondering if it's going to be like Dollhouse, it's not. It's not. Awesome. Awesome. So that, that concludes my <laughs> list of my awesome. 5000 TV shows well, that I'll everybody should watch. Some
0: lighter ones. Most of these won't be that light, so I apologize in advance. We're going to be, <laughs> I know, but we're going to be doing a whole month. <laughs> no, of what really great comedies. So I won't mention some ones that are going to be on there. Um, but a, mo- a, <laughs> a movie, a show that I just finished binging. <laughs> um, that I was like, I guess I'll give this a shot. Is the show Superstore? <laughs> <laughs> which is, I was like I'll just, I'll just oh, I love Superstar so much I, I like that some of the actors and I just fell in love with it I was like I just love it yeah it's so
1: that was exactly my experience yeah because I just wanted to yeah because I love America for, uh, ben, and ben um, the guy ben who, who plays oh my god I can I? Um, Feldman thing? Did I leave?
0: oh i thought i lost you never mind i didn't sorry
1: <laughs> yeah i think it's, it's ben feldman yeah either way he um, is so cute like i it up, have but, like the biggest question but yes yeah,
0: it's, it's just so it's just i don't know it's just <laughs> it's a lot of fun it's funny ben feldman yeah you were like, yeah um yeah it's just got a lot of heart to it just so many great yeah, great people in it, great characters in it, and um, and I can't believe I haven't told my mom yet mm-hmm. to watch this one because I think she would like it too. So, She's <laughs> yeah, it's and it's and and all the episodes are on. Oh, room, so that's Aaron's how mom, I, you have to uh, watch Superstore. It. You're yeah, gonna yeah, love it like, so oh, much. I'm, I'm looking for something absolutely binge right now, and did that and finished it pretty quickly. So I I really yes. like that one a lot. Um. I'll just very briefly say my my go-tos, I usually watch these a couple episodes before I go to bed. I switch between – used to be Friends too, but now that Friends isn't on Netflix, it's not there anymore. But um, right now it's I switch between The Office, Parks and Rec, um, and The Good Place comes in there sometimes too where I just watch yeah. a couple of those before I go to bed and it just makes me feel better. Um, and it's just a good way to kind of unwind. So we're going to talk a lot about those three shows in a couple of weeks here. We're going to do a two-parter about those. So I won't go into that too much. But um, I do want to recommend those. Um, And then now I'm going to get into some (laughs) – well, I'll start with some lighter kind of dramas. (laughs) Dawson's Creek. I still will always love Dawson's Creek, Uh, mainly because of Pacey. Um, I just love Joshua Jackson he's the best so (laughs) Pacey and Joey I will ship them forever and ever and ever yes that one's a fun one to go back and watch (laughs) I sometimes I will just go back and watch it and just skip ahead to when Pacey started falling for Joey because I can't stand Dawson spoiler on there I just cannot stand awesome so (laughs) guys give around there um and the the other one is uh Felicity I love Felicity (laughs) um I know that sometimes that show could get grating but I love it and I'm a Felicity Ben girl I couldn't stand Noel Noel thank you thank you Noel was so oh no you're not you're not on my side oh See Noel creeping yes. me out.
1: Noel Oh no me no out. no no wrong wrong. <laughs> I'm Sorry, not a no Felicity
0: Ben girl.
1: <laughs> the other way, Noel. Yes, I was supposed to be Noel, not Ben. <laughs> I, I, just, no, I just was not an old girl.
0: Sorry, everybody. I know, I know Felicity Ben. That's like probably the more toxic relationship. Whatever. I loved them together. <laughs> I thought Noel was too too obsessed with her. Anyway. <laughs> I thought I had someone on my, <laughs> yeah. First, I thought I had someone on my side, <laughs> and turns out
1: I didn't. But <laughs> so, we have basically two not such great guys. Nope, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is so I, much more. I, right I automatically guys assumed guys. you were gonna go with is... no, and that's I was like, Well, I, I should have known. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably not a good thing, but. But that's so. Those are kind of lighter. Fair, oh, and I'm going to throw out Roswell because the original Roswell. Because I have a thing for that show. I I can't. I mean, I don't think that show is actually necessarily that great of a show. Um, but I I loved it. I bought a calendar. I I was really really into that show. Um, and I loved Max and Liz. Um, and then of course uh, Michael and uh, Maria were really great as well. Um, so I'm going to throw that one in there too and now I'll get into the, the, the heavier stuff <laughs> the deeper end of the pool I'll start with my all time favorite show and um, I hope the person who's on the line end is of the listening pool, listening to these ones um, Queer as Folk the US version that's my all time favorite show I have to put it in there especially with you being on here I've been trying to get Carla to watch this <laughs> show forever <laughs> 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 and if you don't know what Queer as Folk is, um, it was originally a UK show, Showtime, and it was a really revolutionary show. Um, it follows um, a group of gay friends in Pittsburgh, um, and it was revolutionary because it, it came out, Will and Grace was still around at that time. And while I love most of the seasons of Will and Grace, I, um, you know, there's there is kind of this pg feeling to it um you know they're kind of the safe gay friends and the safe you know you don't really see them as too sexual or um being you know it always surprised me that will was always single i don't know why but that was always this weird thing to me on the show and Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. Um, So, and this one is very, very explicit. It's a gay show for um, the streets. Which it also got criticized for later on. A lot of people in the gay community um, criticized it because they were like, you know, we don't just all have sex. That's not what we're all about. Um, But it's also about a lot of other things. It tackles hate crimes um, very well. Um, It deals a lot with AIDS. um, Deals a lot with getting older, um, stuff like that. And it's, and it's just, it's just, what's great about it is as a woman, what was great watching it is that you aren't used to seeing men uh, viewed as the sexual objects, the way they are in this show. You know, you're, at least I'm not used to that and they very much are. I mean, it it's kind of switches that up a little bit there. Um, And it's also just some great relationships, some great love stories. You know, my all-time, all-time favorite couple ever, Brian and Justin, who, yes, I know some people think it's problematic, but I don't care. I love them so much. I'm not going to spoil anything there because I really, really want you to watch it. Um, There's, of course, the great and wonderful Emmett played (laughs) by Peter Page. And Emmett is just Oh my god, Carla, when you do end up watching this, you are going to fall in love with Emmett. If you don't fall in love with Emmett, I will be absolutely and totally shocked. But you're gonna fall in love with Emmett. I just, I just predict this. And then of course, um, there's Sharon Glass who plays Debbie Novotny, who is <laughs> Michael, who's Michael is pretty much the central character Michael and, and Brian are, but Michael really is um originally when it first started. I think it kind of switched more over towards focusing on Brian. But she's uh, Michael's mom, and she's very, very supportive mom, um, and she's just a very interesting character to watch um, in there. Especially watching some of her scenes, especially with Brian, I think she's just so great to watch with Brian because she calls him on a lot of his uh, BS, um, and she's just a just a great character. So I, I, of course, recommend that. I think you can only watch it on Showtime right now, but um, do it, <laughs> Carla and everybody else. But. <laughs> I'm going to specifically focus on Carla. Um, <laughs> but it's just, it's, <laughs> it's great. And it's um, one of those that I could watch over and over and over again. And yeah. Um, and then the other one I'm going to recommend is another one that I've been trying to get Carla to watch um, Dexter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I should have had you guess. Yeah. Dexter. I think the last season, especially the ending, it really just kind of destroys what is a great show and especially what they do to a certain character is almost unforgivable but before that happens at least the first four seasons are some of the best television you will ever see in my opinion the fourth season is still one of my favorite seasons of television ever john lithgow plays a character who is so incredibly creepy he's incredible. There's an episode that, um, everybody who has watched this show knows called Hungry Man. And it's a Thanksgiving episode. And it's one of the most disturbing episodes of television I have ever seen. Um, but it's very, very good. And if you don't know what Dexter is about, Dexter is about Dexter Morgan, uh, takes place in Florida in Miami, Florida. And, um, Dexter is, he's a, blood splatter analysis for the miami police department um and in his spare time he's a serial killer who only targets other murderers it's a code <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a code that he was taught to by his um foster dad by his adopted we'll have to have hobbies um, and he also has a sister who is just deborah morgan is just the most amazing woman ever um and she's great. She's great in it too. Jennifer Carpenter is great. Um, and then there's some great supporting characters, some great comic relief from C.S. Lee. He plays another blood splatter uh, expert, Vince Masuka, and he's just so great too. He's so good. Um, and then a bunch of other people David, I know I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. I'm sorry, David Sayas. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, he plays another one of the cops on there, and he's excellent as well. Um, and it's just it's it's very violent, of course, because it's about a serial killer. <laughs> um, and it is one of those when you where you kind of question like, should I be rooting for this guy? Am I supposed to be rooting for this guy? Because it's all from his perspective, really. Um, as a, as people know, I mean, he narrates a lot of it. And it still has one of the best title sequences ever, I think. So I'm gonna throw that one out there. Um, and then I'm going to throw out another drama that also stars Michael C. Hall, because I love Michael C. Hall and that's six feet under uh, the HBO show, um, which of course followed the family, the Fisher family who ran a mortuary in um, Los Angeles. And um, Michael C. Hall's character on there, I think has one of the greatest character arcs I've seen. Um, you know, it's a man coming to terms with his sexuality um, and being okay with being himself and also loosening up a little bit. There are of course other characters on there as well, but I just want to throw that out there since I'm talking about Michael C Hall. So that's another one. Um, and then there's there's this show. <laughs> this is uh, you want to talk about kind of really dark. Um, at least I think it's it's pretty dark and there's a couple seasons. <laughs> um, and now all of a sudden the name that is how is it all? It, it's called The Sinner. I don't know. If, I don't know if you've heard of The Sinner, Carla. It's on its third season. I've watched the third season. The Sinner is basically a show oh, that each season um, takes a crime, and you see the crime happen. So you don't have. There's no mystery about who does it, and it examines what happened that led up to this murder taking place. Um, and each season is a new murder mystery, but every season has Bill Pullman's character in it. He's a cop, and he's got a lot of issues himself he's yeah he's it's a very different kind of role for him he's very I dark love him. it's very dark for him um and the fur it's just kind of twisted the first season um is jessica beale plays a woman who brutally stabs this guy on a public beach oh, the public just sees her do it she just goes a little nuts and stabs this guy and then you follow that and see flashbacks and learn why she ended up doing that um, the second season, yeah, it's it's intense, and this. Wow. I, I,
1: I, yeah, and <laughs> like, right now, look like that that just that escalated yep. quickly.
0: Yep, and then um, the second season is <laughs> follows a kid who kills his parents, um, and he's a young young kid. He's like thirteen, I think, and it follows how that happened. And then I I haven't seen the third season yet because uh, I you know I don't have cable right now because it's a USA show, but it does stream on Netflix shows it. So that's another one. Um, that's, that one's a really dark one. Um, you know, if you really want to go dark, also, um, American horror story, you know, can be dark at times and sometimes it can be just plain awful, but (laughs) that's another one that I'll just quickly throw out there for darker. Um, and then, I just had another one in my head. Sorry, my head just totally escaped. Oh, oh, I want to throw out really quickly um, the show Pose. <laughs> I've mentioned it before. That one's on Netflix. And I haven't gotten to see the second season yet because, oh, yeah. like I said, I don't have cable. Um, but that one's so, so good. Um, and that's another one I want to throw out there really quickly because I know, at least for me, I'm coming to the end of the <laughs> my time so i'm trying to throw out some ones really quickly we're probably not we're not going to get to books as you can tell um and you know i i watch this is us and i still love this is us um but uh i kind of hate most of the characters on the show that's what's so funny except for except for randall and um (laughs) is my absolute favorite character and i do like um the mom, why can't I remember her name? Um, and I do like Jack, but it is, and it is a show that I cry all the time, but I do hate most of the characters. It's so funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is the good thing about ensemble shows is that exactly. they don't, you know, there's not so much time spent on each character. <laughs> you know, this exactly. is going to move on so. soon. So, so. it's like, oh, get my face. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: one out there. Um, and then also, if you want to watch just kind of a quick little political thing Um, I think John Oliver's show on HBO is essential frankly I think he's brilliant so I'm just gonna throw that one out there yeah so anyway I mean there's like a ton (laughs) more that I could mention um, but I'll just throw those ones those are good ones to start with and then Carla of course had tons of great ones to do and tons of movie ones but um, I'm gonna wrap up now just because I have to go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Carla. I'll let you just say where they can find you. Um, if, if the Because I know you want to be found. So <laughs> go ahead and let them know where they can find you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you so much for this. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I always enjoy talking about things that I like. So this is right up my alley. Um, so my name is Carla Temiz. I can be found on most social media except for TikTok because I am old. Uh I've got Lathenis, And my website is guess what? Awesome. Well thank you so much
0: for doing this, Carla. And um oh I guess I should close out and say where you can find me. Sorry guys, I'm a little punchy right now, but um <laughs> this is Aaron. You can follow me on Twitter at E April Beauty. That's all one word. The E and the A and the B are capitalized. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod. And then um, you can also email us if you have any ideas, any feedback, if you want to be interviewed. Um, I've gone over that a couple of times. You can email us at it's a fandom thing pod at gmail.com. And then I'm hoping I'm going to have another special episode out um, on Saturday, we shall see. Um, and so I'm not going to tell you what that is. It's just a little interesting little thing we're going to do. So hopefully that works out well, and hopefully you'll be able to hear that episode. Um, if not, our next episode will be on Tuesday and that's going to be all about Disney. So that should be interesting. Um, you'll hear a lot of not always positive opinions from me i will spoil that for you so because you know i'm an indie girl i indie film girl, film girl so disney kind of scares me sometimes but anyway anyway well thank you again carla and thanks for listening and remember until next time it's a fandom thing
2: the headlines remind us daily the world is a dangerous place